on last week's Irrevelations. I wonder if the people writing Deuteronomy thought this was like, oh, by the way, we should go over Passover. We haven't done that yet. You're not giving it to him. You're just eating it in front of him. It's a whole weird fetish thing. Doesn't seem like the concept of prisons has been invented yet. So it's kind of all or nothing. I saw a Wiccan circle once when I was in D.C. Okay. And honestly, I was like, I was like, yeah, we could light these guys on fire. <laughs> I have a message from God for you. Rocks. Hit him with a rock. The people who are grown adults that are like children of rape or incest and they're like i'm glad i didn't get aborted Ugh. shut the f up if you're like oh we should form an alliance with babylonian well give me a couple of babylonian wives and they're like we should worship ashira and you're like oh take off your clothes if we like the prophet and he says stuff that comes true he's in if we don't like him and he tells stuff that comes true we refer to chapter 13 and kill his ass it's just two guys that like i, I you know that guy sodomized this guy well now you gotta sodomize him and back and forth it goes <laughs> Before we turn to the word, I would like to finish I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. But a, a place where large numbers of people, especially political prisoners or members of persecuted minorities, are deliberately imprisoned in a relatively small area with inadequate facilities, sometimes to provide forced labor or to await mass execution. I feel, here's why I don't. Okay, I'd give it. I'm to fine it. with concentration, concentration camp being camp. used. Just so we're clear, the reason yeah. that if it was if it was up to me, that maybe I wouldn't have used it, is because I feel like every example of concentration camp ever involved people who lived somewhere being taken out of their homes and put into these camps instead of their house where they lived. Whereas this is people uh, who are immigrants and like they're coming from one place to another, and this is like a temporary holding facility. It's a little bit different than dragging people out of their homes. They left their homes on purpose, so it's. You know, like that, that's the one thing that I, doesn't have in common with the others. We're not t taking natives off of their lands. We're not taking Jews out of their houses. Uh, it's a little, little tiny bit different. I can see the subtlety of that. I know that they were like trying to say it was a stretch that it was like, well, you know, it's a part of the United States' policy as a deterrent. Like, hey, Ugh. don't cross a desert, don't swim across a river to try to illegally enter the United States. I don't think anyone, I, I find it weird that they're like, well, don't call them illegal immigrants. I, I don't know what else you, like, you can call them whatever you want. Well, they're seeking they're, asylum. They're refugees, I guess. Some of them are. Some of them are. Yeah, yeah but obviously some, that's, that's hit or miss. Yeah. That's like that's like that's like when fat people are like, I have a glandular disorder. Some do. Some but do. A lot, of them are just, a lot of them are just eating too fucking much. All right, you know you can't we can't put them all with that brush. Um, some of it's some some people it's just too much cheesecake. All right, but um, like me, that's my thing yeah right now. exactly. Uh, but you know, so I can agree. But it, as a deterrent, like hey, don't try to sneak into this country. We're not going to go to great lengths to provide you with a, a great place to stay while we capture you and try to send you back at the taxpayer dime. Sure. So I, I, maybe, but 
the the argument that they were making to say, okay, concentration camp is a legit term, was kind of like, well, it is a form of punishment beyond just the factual need to hold people before you deport them. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be a deterrent. It's supposed to be like, hey, don't get caught. Don't try to sneak in because we're not going to provide you with soap or toothpaste or any other good shit. You know, you're not you're not even really a prisoner. You know, you're a detainee. You know, you're illegally crossing the border. We haven't sure. You haven't it's been not like charged, charged you with a crime. Yeah, you know? yeah So yeah. you don't have the same rights as a citizen. So I don't know. Uh, I, I the, the reason why I thought it was interesting was that people were. Um, I guess AOC. I don't. I can't find the photo now. I saw it on Reddit, of course. But um, it was a photo of AOC like on a at like like holding onto the fence and looking through a fence. And she had this look of it looked like, it looked like someone held the camera. Like, okay, now give us a grimace. Like, w- like say that you really don't like it. Uh, and it would, it was the kind of it looked. The emotion seemed like the kind of emotion of someone standing in front of a green screen. It just looked fake, which, whatever. Sure. But people were like, oh yeah, winner, winner. The libtard's gonna realize this is just manufactured outrage, you know, and that that she doesn't so really you're, care. You're on like, the Donald, is what you're telling me. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it on. I think I saw it on our drama, which is one of my favorite subreddits, of course. That's basically um, the Donald, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my point was, is like, I was trying to gather, like, what is your guys' point? Uh, if you had to pick a side, the person uh, trying to generate a PR buzz by showing outrage over children in concentration camps or the side that's putting the children in concentration <laughs> camps. <laughs> I mean, my personal stance is that we should make it better facilities. We should open, have a basically an open border policy, have people come mm-hmm. in, process them, take care of them until we can find a good place for to set them up as citizens, if it was up to me. I, uh... Eventually it'll... I mean, eventually it'll... If if uh, you have a lot of impoverished people here, um, you know the 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 tide will stem out. Like if if we get too if all of our like jobs for low wage workers dry up, I mean that's that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I um I don't know I I personally don't see the big deal. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't. I can understand a quote-unquote drain on resources, which is always bullshit. It's all these people who are like, yeah, trillions of dollars for war in foreign countries. Like, well, I don't see why that's a bad idea. Yeah, these are the same assholes but, that buy that want to buy all these, like, uh, you know, uh, big-ass Navy ships and stuff. We don't. We can't even get a fucking icebreaker in the Coast Guard. <laughs> I mean, wow, it's so stupid. Yeah, you and your coasty problems. But uh, Bro. I, I guess my point is, like, people are, like, freaking out. Like, we don't have the resources to cover them, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that's really how it works with tax dollars. If someone provides a, a, a performs a task, then, you know, you, you pay them money. They pay taxes. That all goes in the system. Yeah. And ultimately, you get more from it than you put in. I, I think that's the nature of taxes in general. But um, I don't know. I just I just think of, like, uh, I don't know. I, like, I remember... I saw an article once that was like, hey, Montana is so desolate and there's so few people and there's nothing to do there pretty much that like towns are like offering free homes to live in if you'll just work there somehow. Yeah. You know, if, if you'll just prov- perform a task, we'll let you live here for free. We should put all the immigrants up there and have them build water parks. <laughs> we should we should make some kind of like reserved land for <laughs> immigrants that we just let's forcibly just, put them on. Let's just make a camp. I bet you if we made a camp, <laughs> but with blackjack and hookers, 
But we just uh, I, that's right. Let's build. Let's take some land in Montana. Let's build a casino run by Mexicans, and we just let them run free. You know, and they just operate. You know. Yeah, Can, and conservatives. You know why they're really complaining about it is because they see it as a liberal, like uh, conspiracy to bring in more liberal voters. Maybe if you weren't yeah. dicks to them, they'd vote for you. Maybe you should try that. <laughs> I don't even think that's true. I think we saw that in Trump. Uh, you know, the Mexicans wearing the red hats, being like, yeah, well, I love Mexico, but I hate gays. And you're like, yeah. cool, all right, who are you going to vote There's for? all those Catholics <laughs> coming in. They're very hardcore Catholics. Yeah. They're going to go pro-life. Yeah. That and, you know, a lot of, I see a lot of uh, complaints about, and I haven't seen this personally, but you hear about, like, the slam the door as you come in, you know? Like, all right, I got mine. Fuck you. Like, I'm the last one in. Yeah. Everyone else... Get go kill themselves. We, we came to this country. We bought. We, we now grill our meat in tinfoil, and now everyone else can get the fuck. <laughs> fuck uh, what's weird is, I mean, because I'm I'm Hispanic, but half Hispanic. Yeah. And my grandparents and the people I'm from are pretty isolationist. Sure. So uh, we didn't like I we didn't have quinceañeras or uh, we really didn't. I didn't know a lot of Mexicans growing up, or was really part of like a Mexican community. Do you do you regret that? No, fuck no. But uh, I don't. I don't. No, not like I. I I didn't grow up really that Polish either. I just grew up American. I think. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. You're pretty. You know. I just the the like. I always thought that was weird. That's that's a story for another thing. But like saying that I'm not Mexican enough. But uh, yeah, the point was. Well, I didn't do any fucking Dutch shit, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like my point is, like I did go through Texas and you know in Albuquerque and stuff like that, and meet other like hardcore Mexicans and realize I have nothing in common with these people. Mainly just the conservative values and racism. Yeah, like yeah. I would be with a, I'd be with a guy. I'm like, hey man, what's up? And we would just be driving. He's like, you see that fucking Honduran guy? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dude, fuck Hondurans. I'm like, what the fuck? Why Honduran? Like, where's that coming from? Like, uh, yeah, you know, this fucking there's a Guatemalan lives down the street. Fucking hate Guatemalans. I'm like, what? Where is this coming from? I thought we were all. I, I was raised with enough whiteness in me to just consider us all to be trash. Why are we? Why are Jesus. we fighting? <laughs> We're all bad people. Why are we fighting amongst yeah, each other? You know? bad Roaches got to stick together. A bunch of bad hombres. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I don't get it. But I just thought it was funny that they were, like, lambasting AOC and, like, being like, oh, look at all this fake outrage over children who don't even have beds or blankets. I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, what are you for the people who are putting the children into two small cages with no beds and blankets? I don't understand. Which side are you on? Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird though that someone who supports Trump could accuse anyone else of having a shitty PR campaign. Like, <laughs> 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 I just uh, don't yeah. even get it. It's just been it's just been a lot of fun as usual. Uh, as usual. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Uh, I don't know. You like AOC, right? Yeah. I don't think I'm that familiar with her policies. I, I, she's a big. She's obviously. She's pretty lefty. Got a lot of um, exposure, I guess was the term. Um, I don't get the lipstick though. Like I don't. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessary to comment on a woman's looks. No, it's not. You know, when she's accomplished it, you know, she's a congresswoman. <laughs> like I don't think it matters. Yeah. But it comes up all the time. Like I was like, like just as a side note, it has nothing to do with her politics or her intelligence. I'm sure she's fine. Uh, obviously, she's a very young congresswoman, so congratulations for that. But I don't, every time I see a photo, I'm just like, what is that lipstick? What is that? Is this what our podcast is now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to. I know Pride Month already ended, but girl! <laughs> I've never ever really noticed. Um, I guess that makes yeah. me a better person than you. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I like her policy. She's, it's, it's very left leaning, very like Bernie ish. Um, yeah. And I think I've, I've noticed that. Being in Texas, I'm becoming harder and harder left every day. 
I think just yeah. as like in the same way that you rebel against your parents, it's like just yeah. being surrounded by so much like MAGA country. I'm like, I'm like, no, we we need to fucking seize the means of productions now, <laughs> <laughs> like for real. So it's been interesting. I think Orlando's kind of it's a weird middle ground, Orlando's, huh? I feel like Orlando's, especially since Pulse. I know we talk about it a lot, but yeah. Especially but then you since also Pulse, just had I the Trump rally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, went full blue. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the Trump rally happened, and I don't know. I you probably a lot of boys like, coming like, out of the fucking swamps for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a lot of Ocala dripping down into here. But, uh, That's the worst kind of trip you can get. <laughs> just, I was like, what smells like meth? But uh, <laughs> it's fucking downtown. Uh, but it's whatever. So I don't know. It's fun. I can't wait. Uh, are you excited for this week's episode? I am. Yeah. Um, if you. Uh, if you didn't know, you're listening to the Revelations podcast. Uh, we're on episode 41 now. This is 41 straight episodes of reading the Bible so that you ain't got to. And if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, 41, that was Jackie Robinson's jersey number, wasn't it? I could not correct you because I have no idea. I think, well, because I think that was the name of the movie. Anyways, episode 41, we're smack dab in the middle of Deuteronomy. My name is Grant DeVoist. And I'm Cole Deluski. And we are picking up this week... Deuteronomy chapter 20. And yeah, to, to really answer your question, I'm stoked for this episode. Feels like we've turned a corner. Guys, it's been such a shitty last, what, three, four episodes of Deuteronomy? Just recap after recap. Cliff notes, shitty cliff book. notes, cliff notes. We're into some shit now. This is the kind of stuff <laughs> that the church doesn't want you to know about. This is the kind of stuff that you point to when you're like, hey, I'm not going to sign that marriage license for those two gay guys because I've got the, <laughs> this. This has I've you covered. The, uh, I've got the moral high ground. You can you could straight up. I mean, I basically this is this is like the conservative party right here. It has their entire platform in this next few chapters, I would say. Yeah, yeah we're going to learn all the rules today, folks. We're going to learn what will get your ass killed by having rocks thrown at you. I think, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. I, I Before we get too into it, yeah. um, my Bible is going to talk about it later because, uh, spoiler alert, there's going to be a lot of instances where you stone somebody. Is stoning cool? Like, cool how? Is that a good way to go? We talked about this way back, I think, when stoning first came up. And I said yeah. I think it sounds like the worst possible way to die. It's going to be slow. Think about some of the schmucks that are going to be throwing these rocks, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know about that. Like, I feel like it's like when you're like at the uh, the golf range and you see like the ball boy, the little cart, like well, by it was like, yeah, let's get him, you know. And they all suck at yeah. it, you know. But it's not. It's it's definitely fueled by hatred. Well, you know um, that some of them are going to be good throwers, but the problem is that the first person to throw is always the witness against you. So right. if that person is a fucking lame duck, you know. You're gonna have to wait yeah. until like the big. That's dude. something to think about. If you like, before you go to rape somebody's wife, make you know, sure her husband check, has a good. You want to check sure the husband. <laughs> Be like, that's Jose Canseco. You fucking mad? <laughs> <laughs> I want to rape Jose Canseco's wife. That's just just if I'm going by the Bible, it's a risk. It's a risky venture. <laughs> Perfect. Is he a pitcher? I think he's not a pitcher. He knows how to throw a ball. Though. Yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. He probably could throw a rock at you pretty hard. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, we'll, let, let's reach out to him. Let's tweet him. <laughs> let's, put but, him <laughs> let's put him on blast on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay, chapter twenty. Let's uh, let's not let's not give too many spoilers. Let's not dither. 
we're starting off talking about going to war. All right. There's been a lot of build up to this, right? There's been a this lot is about the, uh, th- this is the uh, uh, Middle Eastern Geneva Conventions. Yes, and it's a little bit bastardy. I'm gonna say, <laughs> like, surprise. This is the Geneva Conventions in the same way that a bikini is a business suit. Like it doesn't really cover anything that you're gonna want to cover. <laughs> it's mostly just a big gaping hole for atrocities to be committed. Cool. Yeah. Um, so let, let's just get right into it. Tw- uh, Deuteronomy 21. Uh, when you Ooh, go 20. out to battle amongst your enemies and see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God is with you, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. So he's like, hey guys, don't be pussies. We're gonna get, we're gonna get in there. Um, and again, why would you be afraid of other humans when you have this God? Like this guy is. That you're the biggest threat that you have. Like, if, this is this is the Russians being like, you go into battle, and any anyone I see retreating, I'm gonna fuck their corpse. You know? <laughs> I, like, I like how you mix a little Game of Thrones in there. Um, <laughs> but uh, so before every battle, a priest is gonna like hold a little pep rally, and uh, they have a couple of rules about sort of the draft. Yeah, I like um, to think of this battle priest. I guess it's kind yeah, of like a, a chaplain in the army or whatever. So some battle priest comes out there. Don't worry, you guys. When you go in there to uh, murder all the children, God's on our side. We have the moral high ground. You know, and they're like, yeah, all right. Well, God, what, what, who can stand against us? We've got such a great and merciful and loving and pure God. These people um, probably sacrificed their children anyway. We might as well kill them. <laughs> yeah, you know. what? If there's a society, there, there's nothing better to deal with a society that kills one in a hundred children than going there and killing all 100 out of 100 children. You know, you just wipe the slate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the officers of God will then come in, and basically they set aside who... So the priest is going to go in there and be like, hey, guys, don't worry, God's on our side. And then there's a second bit where they talk about who's exempt, like who gets a draft exemption. Um, <laughs> I didn't see anything about bone spurs, but what I did see... Yeah, actually, you was, do see something about bone spurs. Do we? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's just go. The first one on the list is what man is there who has not built a new house and has not dedicated? Let him go and return to his house lest he die and and another man dedicated. Yeah. Really confusing. What is that? Like, this okay, is the new no, no, King no. James. So, but. yeah, I'll read it. I'll read mine. And it's a pretty short list. They, they use a lot of words. It's very verbose. But basically, if you just built a house but you've not lived in it yet, go home. Go live in your house. Enjoy it. Uh, if you've just planted a vineyard but you haven't even gotten to, like, Pick your grapes. Go home. Enjoy your vineyard, right? Because otherwise, someone mm. else is going to inherit it. Twenty-seven um, uh, is nice. <laughs> yeah. So if you've been pledged to a woman but not married, or so you're betrothed, go home, get married. You know, get that experience in before you die at the hands of some foreign enemy. And then, <laughs> most interestingly, here's the bone spurs. Hey, do you know what? If uh, if any of you guys are afraid or faint of heart, go home before you make everyone else scared too. Like, <laughs> I don't want you demoralizing the troops. So that's literally uh, a reason not to go to war is if you're just scared, which is funny because this is the same God who literally made the people stay in the desert for 40 years because they didn't want to go to war because they were scared of giants. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Very, very fun take. Um, let, let, let's go into it a little bit. So um, something I find interesting is like, OK, guys, if you're if you've just built a house and you're and you go out there and you die, someone's going to go live in your house. Can you imagine the terror of someone taking your home from you? I don't think it's that. I think that... You don't think so? No, I think that it's just kind of a uh, a figure of speech in that, 
hey, you put all the labor into building this house. You should get to enjoy it for a little bit at least. Well, I don't know. It says, lest he die and another man dedicate it. Yeah, I think that's it the figure of speech. It just seems a little bit. Yeah. Like, you think it's a figure like of speech? You built it. You should get to live in it, not some other okay. guy. Okay. And if you've just been married uh, and lest you die and some other guy have sex with her. Yeah. Like, I mean, that sucks. Oh, you think that's a figure of speech? Well, because the... Bet- I, think, I think they're literally worried some guy's going to Jody them. <laughs> Cuck them, you mean? What's a Jody? No, uh, I, I just see that I just boot things a lot. Jody, oh, I oh, guess it's oh, like oh, a, sure. it's the guy that fucks your girl while you're off on deployment. Gotcha. I think we've all been there. Or maybe it's the name of the girl. No, I don't. That know. sounds like the girl. It's very. Uh, that's an ambiguous name. Anyways, yeah, I think that they're just using that as like a foil. For, like it's a, you know, how the Bible does this a lot. It has like a, kind of a, a um, what's it called? What's the penta? Uh, what's Shakespearean prose called? I don't know. Um, um, I don't know either. It's like a kind of a way of rhyming. It's like poetry, right? The Bible is very poetic, so I think it's just it's giving you a hey, don't don't let some other guy have the house you built. Don't let some other guy enjoy the the fruits of your labor. You know, the yeah. betrothal, the the planting, the building the house. Um, you should get to enjoy it for a little bit, which is cool. It's actually it's like uh. It's it's thoughtful, I guess. I'm okay with this. The cowardice thing's sure. interesting. That's a pretty easy out. Well, I think cowardice, uh, from what I know of, uh, like early wartime, and I think even current wartime, uh, is that really a battle isn't really decided on the front lines fighting the front lines. It's whoever pussies out first, and then they all start. To, and then one guy starts to run, then the rest run, and yeah. then you're just going up, shoving fucking exacto knives up their ass. Yeah, you know? yeah, they're rounding. Gaddafi style. Absolutely. No, that that is why it's still just kind of like a. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna take that option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if I'm not scared. <laughs> Your Honor, I'm a, I'm a coward. Can I go home and fuck my wife? Like, yeah, yeah, man, you're good, you're good, you're good. And fuck his wife too. While you're yeah, out. actually, this your whole platoon. They're going to be lonely. <laughs> hey, instead of going to war, can we all just go home and fuck our wives? Like, what a fucking novel idea. Boy, if this gets out, that you could just... <laughs> we can just yeah, we can just out-birth rate the enemies. Yeah. It's all these uh, it's all these soldiers with low T-counts just <laughs> itching to go to war. Uh, so that's... Uh, right, so. so then, yeah. And once you've weeded out all the house guys, the vine guys, the wife guys, and the cowards... Uh, then put some officers in charge. Who Whatever are young, ugly men who've uh, fucked and have no reason to go home to their ugly wives are left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then... Once you're down to just those fellas, uh, point some officers, put them in command, and it's time to go to war. So I like to think of this uh, whole section as like a uh, 1940s era PSA. So now okay. you've got your army put together. Now you're going <laughs> to march on a city. First, make them an offer of peace, right? So... Before you actually attack a city, you have to give them the diplomatic branch. You can go up to them and say, hey, guys, look, we're bigger than you. We have God. He's an asshole. He'll kill you. He'll make us kill you. Uh, would you rather be our slaves for life? So you have to extend that olive branch first. It's a sweet offer, yeah. I don't know if I would call it an olive branch. It's like a extending them a <laughs> chain branch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. So you go to them, you offer them peace. If they take peace, then they will basically live as a vassal state. Might be the correct term. Uh, it says forced uh, labor. That's a little beyond vassalage, I think. Oh, see, mine says uh, those who agree to it shall be placed under tribute to you and serve you. I guess serve you could be slavery. I, I thought yeah. it was more like 
Well, I guess Xerxes had the same situation, you know, as he marched on Sparta. Sure. Yeah, he offered them that. that. You have vassal states. You have slave armies. I mean, technically, they serve you, quote-unquote, and they have their own government. But Yeah. What what was this thing? The whole dirt and water? They don't get to fucking choose. Yeah. Soil. Give them some soil. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Uh, So, yeah, basically, they put a pretty unkind deal out there. um, And as soon as it's turned down, which I'm imagining it would be most times, uh, you have to... <laughs> You're to kill everyone, every man inside the city, with the women, the children, and the livestock, and anything else you plunder. You take it. You do what you do with it as you will. So that's your war price. Yeah, it's a pretty brutal statement. Uh, Twenty thirteen. Uh, if they don't see, if they, if if you siege the city, uh, every male you shall strike with the edge of your sword. But the women, the little ones, the livestock, and all that is in the city, you shall plunder for yourself. And you shall eat the enemy's plunder, which the Lord your God gives you. I don't know if I would like if some if I was in the army and I'm new, you know, I just got here, right? And I'm <laughs> like, so what is it going to be like? Okay, uh, yeah, uh, you're going to go in there, and the women and the children, you plunder. I'd be like, all right, I need some definition on the word plunder. Like, <laughs> explain <laughs> what am I doing with the kids? You plundering them? Plunder right, the children. I, Plunder these fucking kids, huh? You plunder every hole you come across. You plunder the shit out of these kids. Like, all right. Okay, God. I'm assuming you take them back to be your little slaves. God loves kitty plunder. Well, because think about it. Back in the day, you didn't have a Roomba that would go under your bed and vacuum. (laughs) You need a little kid you can throw under there to sweep up. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times, like, a bag of potato chips falls behind the fridge, and I'm like, I wish I had a slave. I wish I had a a two-year-old slave that I could throw (laughs) back there to get my chips for me. There really should be a slave for this, you know? I wish, if only I lived in biblical times. Hey, real quick, Um, I looked in the King James, and you're right, it says mm -hmm. tributaries, to offer them to be tributaries, but then I looked at the Hebrew translation, for the word that they derive tributaries from, and it's uh, the word masmis, which means a gang or body of forced laborers. So straight up slaves. Huh. A chain gang. Yeah, a chain gang. Cool. So, yeah, it's gangs. full-on slavery. It's not like, oh, yeah, gangs. send us tax. No, they're slaves. Cool. Um, the biblical evidence for it is astounding. Now the um, next part. This is good. <laughs> So, but it, and then it, and then 2015. After we've described all this, is a little gotcha. Uh, these rules that we've just talked about, where you go and you offer peace, and if they agree to it, they let you let them serve as slaves. If they don't, you got to put them to the sword. These are only for cities that are not directly within the territory of Israel. Which is why are these they are fighting these farther people? cities? Yeah, it does beg the question: What are we doing here? We have a promised land with distinct borders and places we live. Why are we still conquesting? I thought the whole point was a promised land rich with me, uh, milk and honey. Are we? Are, is there some uh, biblical, global, military-industrial complex that we're feeding here? I don't get it. I would imagine that it's just for plunder. It's for the purpose of loot, right? <laughs> yeah. Or slaves. I'm, if, if we, we I'm assuming slaves. there's some Lockheed Martin contracts that are up. Well, it's like this is how Vikings worked, you know? Like, they would go out yeah. and not to take land, but just to fucking kill, rape, take slaves, take loot. Yeah. I think Extend our borders. Basically, what this says here is the Israelites are like a raider, pagan bunch of assholes. I got them as squatter pirates. That's my official Ooh, term for nice. it. Squatter pirates. Just going in, taking people's homes. Pirate. Uh, so these are only the rules for the people outside Israel's borders. Oh, for boy. the people inside Israel's borders, <laughs> we've got a separate set of rules. Um, here we go. I like that this um, is just real quick, a spoiler alert. It's similar to the way that... Uh, 
the fledgling United States uh, dealt with people inside their borders <laughs> that were already there. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is how we do when we help France out, but what we do to the natives is a uh, far cry. <laughs> we don't even offer the olive branch. Um, of these cities of the people which the Lord God gives you as an inheritance, you shall let nothing that breathes remain alive, but you shall utterly destroy them. The Hittite, the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, just as the Lord your God has commanded you. Um, And there's a little addendum. Lest they teach you to do according to all their abominations, which they have done for their gods, and you sin against the Lord your God. How are children going to teach them to do these things? Like, why is killing children the right thing here? I think it's just fun. I think so because earlier, it's gotta be earlier they killed everyone but virgin, virgin women, right? Right. Now there's now even they, now they're on the fucking chopping block too. What a waste of meat! I would think. Yeah, I don't get it. Like <laughs> for real, this is a complete. I think I see this as a, a contradiction because I I don't know if it's a contradiction. They've already stated like, hey, we kill kids. They're 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 about yeah, but killing no, children. I know that, but. Um, the, when God was giving them rules earlier about whenever they take out one of these cities, they were talking about these peoples. Um, well, they also talked about harlots and the Moabites, you know, and the yeah. dangers of loose women. I know, but there's so, still... I, and there's no woman looser than a, uh, a rape slave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, so there we go. Uh, and then there's like the little bow on the top of twenty. I don't fucking get it. Uh, don't cut down fruit trees. Great. <laughs> you know, like, well, so it does make sense. It's kind of like uh, a little obvious. Like thanks God, but uh-huh. they're saying if you're laying siege to a city um, and you're taking a while to capture it, and you got to build like you know siege weaponry, uh, uh-huh. chop Trebuchets. down trees. Chop down trees that don't have fruit. Keep the fruit trees up so you can eat the fruit. Which is like yeah, no shit. Uh, why yeah. would I? Yeah. So, but I guess God is a little bit of a libtard enviro nut, as my dad would title it. <laughs> trying to save the trees. These people try to save the environment, the place they live in. The funniest part I, about it is uh, the way that they justify God here justifies keeping the trees up. He says, "Do not cut them down. Are the trees people that you should besiege them too?" <laughs> <laughs> be nice to trees. It's not like they're people who it's deserve like to be humans. cut down young. You know. It's a, it's an odd take. It's a, I wish the Lorax had had this kind of fucking. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> God uh, is the great. Lorax, as it turns out. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Yeah, don't kill trees. It's not like there are a couple of kids that you know you need to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are gonna dirty up your fucking uh, people. Yeah, fun. Like if anyone's out there at an abortion clinic, like God loves life, not as much as He loves citrus. I'll tell yeah. you that much. Ooh, nice, dude. You should. We should <laughs> God loves. We should pitch I'm just this gonna be like, ad. God to loves big, figs. Let's pitch this ad to Big Orange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. Uh, so Deuteronomy 21. Yes, sir. And it's fun. Uh, mine titles this The Law Concerning Unsolved Murder. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I, let's put I was, on your trench coats. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's put on the who and <laughs> do some fucking shit here. Um, so if anyone is found slain, lying in the field in the land which the Lord your God has given you to possess, and it is not known who killed him, then basically you got to go to the elders and the judges and measure the distance from the slain man to the nearest city, and they have to take jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, they're so, in charge of the body. Cool. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, I know you've seen it. Uh, what, what season of that was The Wire where he gets demoted to the boat? Uh, 
And he's the like, harbor. does this whole big thing where he's like, actually, this is, doesn't belong to the harbor. It belongs to the city. You're like, ah, you fucking asshole, you know? The best part, or the best uh, example, is actually from the movie Silverado, whenever they're riding out after the uh, bad guys, and it's mm-hmm. Danny Glover, and then uh, the bad guys shoot at him, and it knocks his cowboy hat off, and the deputy's like, come on, we can catch him before they're out of our jurisdiction. And Danny Glover goes, my jurisdiction ends here today. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get shot. The guy shot his hat off. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, so basically, they got to figure out whose fucking deal it is to investigate. Yeah. Um, but it is great. So you basically you got to first you got to figure out who's in charge of it. And this is uh, this is the laws involving unsolved murders. The elders will take a cow, uh, which has not worked, and which is, so you already know off to a great start. But like, Mister Mister, my husband was found dead in the field. He's like, don't worry, we got a cow, and we're gonna go take it. I'd be like, all right, already I've got questions. She's like, already, do, I, got- do I have to marry the cow? Like, I'll get it. What's the cow for? Uh, so the elders of the city shall bring the heifer. How do you pronounce that word? Heifer. Heifer. Yeah. Heifer. Heifer. I don't feel like I've ever used that word in my it's life. It's in uh, the Water Boy. When uh, yeah. down heifer. No. Huh. Anyway. Um, uh, they take the heifer down to a valley. Rob Schneider yells that. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm sure you got some more water boy quotes to. <laughs> you didn't... I wasn't going to talk about the Bible, but right. no, let's. Fuck the Bible. Let's make this a Rob yeah. Schneider podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they take an unsullied heifer, take it down to the valley, and they break his neck, which is important. Hell yeah. And then they will. Um, I'm trying to understand this one. It really was confusing. I was trying to grasp what the fuck they're doing here. Well, basically, they're making a sacrifice to atone for the blood, right? So normally, a human would pay for this, right? We would kill the person that did it, and then things would be all even. Everything would be happy in Candyland again. But first off, how the fuck do you just break a cow's neck, right? That's got to be a lot of work. I feel like their necks would be very strong. Yeah. But I think if you gave me... A Jeep Wrangler, and, <laughs> and a winch, fucking, and, and I just and I just I just hit it doing forty five. I can break a neck, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how these guys are doing it, but um, now I'm going to go on a really dark YouTube uh, try to figure out how the fuck you break a cow's neck with your fucking like medieval tools. Maybe you would uh, you would mount it and tie a really long rope from its neck to a tree, and then ride away from the tree as fast as you could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be kind of fun. I would, yeah, that would be fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, my instinct would say real big rock, and I'm like bringing oh, it over yeah. to like a, I'm like on a second story building, and I'm just like, all right, get it close. Oh Put wait, some hay down, you know. I figured it out. It's never been worked and never worn a yoke, so this thing is like going to be pretty weak. That's oh, why. So that, okay, it's like the Kobe beef of uh, yeah cows you murder. Yeah, I'll beat the shit out of a Kobe beef cow. Yeah, I beat the shit out of a Kobe beef cow too. Yeah. I might, and I would definitely beat the shit out of a foie gras duck. <laughs> yeah, they're fat. Yeah. One uppercut ought to do it. Stupid. It's like, stupid oh, you like feeding duck. tube down your throat? You're going to love this. I'm going to kick it with my shoe. That's how I. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, so the priest. Sidebar. So, we'll okay. Now I, now I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I didn't grasp it. So. Normally, someone would pay for the blood, but now there's just some blood out there, and they're like, oh, we got to sweep it up. So it's the equivalent of, like, Janders going out with sawdust to clean up vomit. And God's OCD, and he can't... It's like if you uh, he has change in one pocket, he's got to have the same amount in the other pocket. So, uh, hmm. you know, if one person dies, yeah. something else has to die, too. I think yeah, that's yeah. what it is. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go out there, they murder a cow. God loves that shit. They pray over it, and then they wash their hands of it and say, okay, put away the guilt of the innocent blood found among you and do what is right in the sight of the Lord. It would be a cool movie idea is right. based on this concept is you have this whole thing take place, right? So mm-hmm. th- there's a mystery. There's like the, grit, the like gritty sheriff slash priest trying to figure out who did it. They end up killing yeah. this cow, and then you find out later the cow actually was the murderer. <laughs> so like justice was, was served. I was thinking of just like a tiny – I was thinking of like the movie Seven where they just keep kind of like, my God, they come into some dark, dank room. Some woman's <laughs> been fucked by a knife dildo. And they're like, what do we do? And they're like, get the cow. <laughs> we have Snap! A, I have Problem a 100% solved, case clearance. <laughs> <laughs> we solve every crime that comes our way. You know, nothing, yep. nothing, nothing, nothing gets out. We're the best detective in town. Um, okay, so that part's kind of stupid and boring, right? Who cares about dumbass cows? Now let's yeah. talk about marrying a captive woman. So mine, mine specifically says Deuteronomy twenty one ten, female captives. So yeah. already six to midnight. Yeah, dirty slave women. Um, okay, so let me set the scene. You go to war against your enemies, right? The Lord delivers them into your hands. You take some captives. Cause why? It's not a city within the boundaries of Israel. This was a plunder right. raid. So. Right. You see her. I feel You're, like it's like that scene from uh, Equilibrium when they're like raiding through the feelers and they find like a good book. And they're like, ooh, normally I'd burn this, but I'm going <laughs> to yeah, yeah. for me. You know? That's okay. I can see that. Yeah. All right. So tell me, t- try and guess which part of this I'm making up. So what you do, you're attracted to the beautiful woman that's a slave. You take her as your wife. You have to bring her to your house, shave her head, trim her nails, put aside all the clothes that she used to have, let her mourn for her parents for about a month. And then you can go at her. <laughs> Is all of it true? All of it's true. You got to yeah! go. <laughs> yeah, we did it. I love it. It's 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 really. I'm trying to figure out like who is this for? Because uh, specifically says like, okay, you go to war, you see a hot chick, you take her home, you got to shave her down, and I guess delouse her and spray her over. You know, I'm assuming it's like that scene from Rambo: First Blood where they bring in the prison. They're just like, get behind the ears, you know? Yeah. Let me say and, this though: uh, if you do this, if you take yeah. a woman like this. And then suddenly a, a big wooden horse shows up outside your city. Don't let that fucker in. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, if you capture, if you if you're plundering a town and you are murdering the men, and the children, and everyone that you like, just you just don't like it. But you see a hot one, you're like, ooh, I'm keeping that for me, you know? Yeah. Um, you can take her. You got to shave her down, which great. Um, Hell yeah, I was gotta, gonna do that you anyway. Trim her nails. I don't get that one either, you know. But um. And you take off all her clothes, and she gets one month to mourn her mother and father, who you probably just murdered. Like the reason why oh, she's did mourning, just murder. yeah, the reason why she's mourning her father or mother is because you just murdered them. And then uh, after that, you may go into her and be her husband. So oh, yeah. then it's full season for rape. Although uh, we should add that if you're not pleased with her, let her go, uh, and she can like just go be whatever. You can't keep yeah. her as a slave. <laughs> Yeah, if after a month uh, she's done being raped by the guy who killed her family, then you can just let her go. Yeah, if she's, like, not so, as hot anymore. Yeah, yeah. If all the go. thrills gone, you're like, oh, man, I really was, like, excited that I could rape the chick that I killed her parents, but now the spark's gone. It's just yeah. over, you Let's know? say she went on a hunger strike. She's looking, like, a little emaciated. We're not into yeah, that. Yeah, I like them a little you know, thick. You know, only only dogs go for bones, you guys. 
hey, hey, if anyone's offended by this, it's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about what you do with the female captives from your war plundering, all right? Jesus Christ. So, so if you're done raping her, and then, you know, you're like, ah, I was really into it earlier, but I'm worried that at the next war I'm going to want to rape someone else. I'm just not, I just don't think I can afford two rape slaves. Uh, you can let her go, but um, you can't sell her for money, which is a nice little, like, just a nice little sign of God's mercy. Yeah, that, he's a good okay, guy. But you can't, you can't make some money off of it. It's used goods by that point. Yeah. So now, and then, uh, now we talk about it. the rights of the firstborn. Which is weird. It's a very tonal shift, very hard tonal shift. Yeah. Um, so I if, wonder if they are related, because uh, it specifically is yeah, like if you have. Wives. So let, let's get into it because twenty one fifteen is an interesting one, uh, and I just want to read it specifically. So right after we talk about um, uh, uh, sex slaves, um, twenty one fifteen. If a man has two wives, one loved and the other unloved, and they have borne him children. Which, why do you have an unloved wife? I don't get it. Um, Maybe you raped her and you had to take her as a wife. <laughs> she just won't stop talking about the time I killed her parents. God yeah, yeah. damn. Jeez, make dinner. Uh, but uh, if you have a loved wife and an unloved wife, uh, if the firstborn son is of the unloved wife, you still have to grant them their, uh, what do you call it? First birthright. right. Yeah, the right of the firstborn. Yeah, yeah. You can't just be like, you know what? I hated your mom and you're not getting shit. Yeah, um, which is funny because obviously one of God's faves ever, Jacob, uh, yeah. tricked his dad out of this and was not punished at all. And then his firstborn, Reuben, was also from an unloved wife. That's right. But Reuben, so, yeah, yeah, and it's weird because then Judah really became kind of the favorite. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Judah was also the child of an unloved wife. Well, Judah, was he? Yeah. Uh, I thought he was Leah's. Or no, no, no. he was Leah's. Rachel was the oh, one. Oh yeah, who Rachel loved, just and had she Joseph, bore him and Joseph and Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. but Judah Which, became the hot shit because he eventually is the predecessor. To but David. Joseph was his favorite son because she was his love wife. So that's yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. It's a, it's a little bit. Um, Twenty-one fifteen. I just want to read my concordance because I wanted us to talk about it. Uh, this passage does not necessarily speak of polygamy. What are you fucking stupid? Uh, it's just it's just interesting that my Bible when it when it witnesses these things, it's constantly trying to like. I don't know, misinterpret it for the reader so that you can think that it's still valid in today. Like, it's constantly trying to cover up the, the, the yeah. fuck-ups. Yeah. Um, this chapter specifically, this verse specifically states what you do if you have two wives and how to handle it. But my Bible's like, yeah, but it's not exactly saying that polygamy is okay. It's uh, just saying what you do if you do. Like, it could be that the two wives were successive and not concurrent. Like died. And there certainly is no permission given here for polygamy. Uh, it's just you know like 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 I know that this law is specifically if a man has two wives, yeah. but it's not saying that those two wives are at the same time, you guys. And it's really more about the children. Like, shut up, you know. Well, which is funny because we learn in the next chapter that every time a man rapes a virgin, he has mm-hmm. to take her as a wife. So if right. we have a serial rapist, he's going to have a lot of wives. Yeah. And his only be... punishment is that he has to, what, pay her dad 50 shekels? So if he's a rich man... We'll, we'll get to that. We'll I know, just, that, but, but... It's, it's kind of relevant. So obviously, if this dude is just a rapist, he's going right. to be married to a bunch of different women. Of course yeah. polygamy is okay. And, and, and he's I'm never gonna allowed argue to divorce that any man, I'm going to argue that any man who acquires his wives through rape probably doesn't love them. At least not a lot. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he got reverse Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Uh, here, here, and then the, so that's that's done. Uh, the next chapter, I wonder if there's a thread. Like, it's like, okay, here's what happens when you uh, capture a rape wife. And then the next rules are, here's what happens if you have a wife you don't love. And yeah. then starting with 2118, here's what you do if you have a son who sucks. This is a personal attack against me. Uh, let me read this. <laughs> okay, so verbatim almost. If someone has a stubborn or rebellious son who does not obey the father and mother, their father and mother and will not listen when they discipline them, his father and mother got to take hold of him, bring him to the elders at the gate of the town, say to the elders, hey, he's a, he's a drunk and a glutton, which, yeah, that's, this is all Probably me Probably so an far. incel. This is all me. Uh, <laughs> this son, he's stubborn, he's rebellious, he doesn't obey us. Then all of the men of the town are to stone him to death. <laughs> yeah. So... Parents, if you're followers of the Bible, if you're a good Jew, and you have a son that all he does is play Halo and scream the N-word, you take him to your local rabbi, you go, hey, this guy don't, this dog don't hunt, your honor, and then you just take him out to the side and you beat him to death. I'm actually going to counter you on that, because we're going to find out in a couple chapters that screaming the N-word is definitely okay. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Um, It is, though. So, um, I'm going to read my concordance a little bit here. Uh, this one's really long, so you know they're, they're like, no, 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 it's all right, it's all right, all right. But basically, the fact that a son is rebellious not only against his parents means that he's also rebellious against God. You know, it's one of the Ten Commandments, honor thy mother and father. True, so it's true. it's a big oof, sir. And the only way to handle that, you know, it used to be, it, this used to be the way it's done. Now we give him Ritalin. But... Um, <laughs> It was actually just have to, era, but yes. Yeah, you used to just have to you used to have to just beat it with rocks, which is great. I'm fine with it, honestly. I wish I I'd like been it. beat to rocks when I was a ten year old. Yeah, I mean, but we can all agree that God uh, worships the sanctity of human life. Yeah, yeah, and that the life of a child is infallible, right? Yeah, same as God as he always was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, everything yeah. about this is really wholesome. Um, yeah, I'm about to get into that. So uh, 20, <laughs> 21 wraps up with uh, some random shit. Um, if someone's found guilty of a capital offense and put to death and you hang their body up on a pole like you do, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. as a sort of a Christmas ornament. Joffrey um, style. Yeah. If you do that, you can't leave them hanging out overnight. All right. Because like this guy is cursed by God and you don't want to like, I don't know, spread the curse. I, I have no clue. Why not? It's like when you're about to have like a parade and some roads are going to get shut down. You yeah. got to nail a little bulletin like, "Hey, just as a heads up, but it's a uh, it's a person." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nail to uh, a cross, and then you got to cut them down and bury them, which is fun. Yeah, I mean that that does make sense, I guess. I think just for the smell, you wouldn't want them getting all. Uh, yeah, but I think it's also like um, having handled a lot of corpses. I can tell you, you'll want to get them while they're fresh so that the joints don't kind of rot away. Because then it's just a lot of cleanup. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, All right, that's 21. That's Deuteronomy 21. Pretty uh, spicy little chapter there. (laughs) Deuteronomy 22? Let's do it. Um, So Deuteronomy 22 is more recap. I I think we covered this in Leviticus. Uh, but basically, you see something, you say something. If your neighbor's oxen is astray, don't just be like, oh, not my fucking problem, and then they'll walk off. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, actually, I'm good with this. I like yeah. the first, like, three, four verses. These are fine. Yeah. If you see if you see your neighbor's oxen walking off, go get his oxen. If, you know, you see some shit's going down, tell him, you know, don't just fucking, 
like let it go you know if if you if you find his oxen and he's not home then hold on to it for him and like if he comes back later tell him about it it's whatever it's it's all a lot of common sense legislation until <laughs> we get 2255 or 225 right so it says yeah. uh basically a woman can't wear men's clothes and a man can't wear women's clothes uh, God detests this. So I went For to my all who on do this so one. are an abomination to the Lord your God. Yeah, that's another way of saying it. Um, I went to uh, my concordance on this one to look up why exactly they would say that the Bible said this. Right. This is good. This is rich. <laughs> okay. Um, these people are being properly forbidden because the adoption of the habiliments of the one sex by the other is an outrage on decency, obliterates the distinctions of nature by fostering softness <laughs> and effeminacy in the man, and get this, impudence and boldness in the woman. <laughs> Imagine if our women had any amount of self-confidence. Imagine. You, know, you see a woman wearing pants, she's going to want to vote. She's going to try to learn how to read. That's why we can't let that happen. Next thing you know, she's defending you, herself against you when you wail on her with a stick. What is this, what's this bitch up to with these fucking... Uh, yeah, so it's a fun... Mine one also um, uh, is like, well, this isn't really referencing to fashion. It more has to refer to the... And I, I want to get into it because I love, I love old school Christianity. I love it. Uh this refers to the practice of transvestism, a deviant sexual behavior, oh which is exhibited in the adoption and dress and behavior unnatural for one's own sex. The danger perhaps lies in its close association with homosexuality. <laughs> uh, yeah, so RuPaul's Drag Race going straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. Straight to hell. I, no mean, fucking... I think most churches today will agree with you on that one. So really, we're sitting here having a goof all about all this, but... Yeah, that's what a lot of a lot of Christians uh, believe. God considers the sacred distinction of the sexes as shown in his creative design of man and woman, who though both in the image of God, are also uniquely and differently designed. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely pretty transphobic. Uh I'll give it that. Yeah. But I guess, I guess at its core it's just like saying like hey, men are men, women are women. Yeah. And, and, and thou shalt not mix. And, yeah, but. thou shalt. We get a lot more into that in a minute. Uh, then it says, this is very bizarre and out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> if you come across a bird's nest uh, with eggs in it or young birds, you can take the eggs or the baby birds, but don't hurt the mother. Let the mother go. And it says, you let the mother go so that it may go well with you and you may have a long life. How's That's just superstition, right? This is, a, this is like... And, don't step on a crack; it'll break your mother's back. Like we're it, on that level. It is weird. Like it's just like like if, if you were reading this Bible, and you're like, okay, like make a list for kids or something. You're like, okay, first of all, if you capture a woman, you can rape her. Okay, great. And then, by the way, if you're a rebellious son, we kill you. And then also, don't dress up as women. And also, uh, don't eat like a mother and her eggs. Like, okay, great. Yeah, you can yes. eat her eggs. You can eat her. What eggs. is the thread that's keeping this all together? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, th- my concordance, I'm going to go to the concordance one more time on this, because this is fucking insane, the way they interpret it. So you read this, there's no question in my mind, this is just a superstition that they've carried over for some reason. Yeah. Here's the, where my Bible goes with it. So we've just read to kill our children if they disobey. We've just read that you can take a rape slave from war. Uh, we're going to get into some even more heinous shit. Um, this is why it says we don't kill the mother bird. This is a beautiful instance of the humanizing spirit of the Mosaic Law. 
and checking a tendency to wanton destructiveness and encouraging a spirit of kind and compassionate tenderness <laughs> to the tiniest creatures. Oh, yeah. Like, we just I, killed an entire city and all the fucking babies in there, but God is actually super nice. See, we don't kill this one bird, even though we're killing its young. I, I think of uh, uh, I think of the ending of uh, Psycho, where uh, he's been killing all those women in the hotel, and then the cops capture him, and there's like a fly run on his face, and he's like, I'm not even going to do anything. They're going to look at me and go, wow, he wouldn't even hurt a fly. We have video of you chopping women up. Like, we're not going to fucking... <laughs> we're not going to be fooled because you spared a fly, all right? This same God is the one, I'll remind you, that sent 40 billion du- or quail or what the fuck ever to be slaughtered <laughs> yeah. wholesale by the, yeah. uh, by the Israelites. Only to teach you- a lesson, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, he, 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 he loves birds. Cool. Uh, 22.8. Now, finally, some practical knowledge I think we can all agree on. Um, when you build a new house... And you have a second floor, make a parapet. Someone could fall. Someone could hurt themselves. I actually, I agree with this. (laughs) (laughs) Something I can finally get behind. Fuck chili. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck balconies. That's my personal stance. Put a fucking parapet up, you idiots. Uh, Chileans obviously aren't Jews. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, All right. And then we're just going to, let's just, let's just crank through the next couple of ones here. I'll just do it. Because we've heard all this before. Yeah. Don't uh, mix seeds in your vineyard. Cool. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I actually do want to go. You shall not sow your vineyard with different kinds of seed, lest the yield of the seed which you have sown and the fruit of your vineyard be defiled. No idea what the fuck that means. We had this in Leviticus. We yeah. already complained uh, you shall about not, this. You shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. Okay. Uh, you shall not wear a garment of different sorts, such as wool and linen mixed together. Okay. Really? And you shall make tassels on the four corners of your clothing with which you cover yourself. Sweet. Great. Uh, cool. That's This is what is important to God. Um, and now we're back, like, done with the dumb shit. Let's get into the meat again. Deuteronomy 22.13. My title is it, The Laws of Sexual Morality. <laughs> oh, boy. Mine says marriage violations. Same oh. thing. Uh, same, same. Let me let me, let me take it. Uh, tell me if I got anything wrong here. So the summary is, if you're banging a wife, and things have kind of soured, you're not really into it, and you accuse her, but, you know... You're like, hey, man, this girl I got, she ain't no good. I'm going to accuse her of not being a virgin and basically fucking up this marriage before it even got off. Yeah. So you take this woman to the elders and you go, hey, this skank is no good. She's used, you know, her, her expiration date was a while ago. She's all busted up on the inside. I don't want her no more. And I don't think she was a virgin when we got married. Yeah. Then uh, the elders will then contact her parents and the parents will be like hold on hold on we have the certificate right here that she was a virgin this is the bloody sheet from when they fucked on the wedding night we just hold on to it you know we kept it in our fire safe with our documents and our deeds i mean you as know. you would want to do as yes. you as you would want to do you know i know For i've real. got a filing cabinet just filled with bloody sheets i had a lot of daughters <laughs> you know, or whatever but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay good but uh so the, the parents were like, no, 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 she was a virgin. Here, we have the certificate. We signed it. We had it notarized. Here's where her period blood sprayed, or not period blood, but her hymen blood sprayed all over the place when he plowed her. All right? We got the goods right here. Um, 
And if they find out that, like, okay, this was a false virgin, like, I don't know, like, hashtag me too some shit. The man like, was lying. A, yeah. yeah, if the man was lying and was just trying to make up shit that she wasn't a virgin. He just wanted out of the marriage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they shall punish him and say, okay, guess what? As punishment, you have to stay married now. Eat shit, buddy. You can no longer divorce her. And he pays 100 shekels to her parents. Yeah, you know, for wasting their time. But on here's the, the other great hand, thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> on it. the other hand, if the parents fail to bring out the bloodied sheep, right? Let's say, for any, real quick, for any number of reasons, that could happen. I don't know if, how much you know about women's anatomy, but the hymen uh, can break in non-sexual circumstances. Right. I know I broke my hymen riding a horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, by the way, my name's Horse. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> okay. So if if they don't got the bloody sheet or for got whatever lost reason in a fire, they or, lost you know, it. It was stolen probably by this piece of shit husband. Yeah, whatever someone happened, broke in their house and stole it. Yeah. If they don't have a bloody sheet to produce, she is to be stoned to death for not having apparently been a virgin. Now, yeah, that's very simple and nice, and we put a pretty bow on it. Let's talk mm-hmm. about some implications here. This means that if a man wants to accuse his wife of not being a virgin when they got married. He knows that the penalty for her is death. He is literally trying to have her killed, right? There's no ifs, ands, or buts there. He's trying to have her killed. If he doesn't get away with it, his punishment is that she has to live with him for the rest of her life. (laughs) And he pays $100. And he pays $100. Yeah. What the fuck? So if he tries to kill her, literally tries to kill her and is lying about it, is trying to have her murdered. His yeah. penalty is 100 shekels. If she got raped at some point in her life, her penalty is death. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. This it's fun book. stuff. How do you, I can't <laughs> imagine being an apologist for this book at this point. You know, yeah. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, I'm, you know, like you just have one burned roast. You're like, fuck, all right, I'm so done with this marriage. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You know, like... It's so what I find what I find crazy is that there are rules on the books for divorce. Yeah. You know? So yeah. there's other ways out. This is only just if you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. You want to have I, her killed. Yeah, I guess I could go through a divorce, but and we'll get to that later, I think next episode. But I would have to find a pen and a piece of paper. What yeah. I could do instead is just uh, go through this whole like you're going to have to be blowing your whole day taking her to the elders and trying to get her stoned to death. I mean, yeah. It's this whole thing. And again, let's let's point out scientifically, a bloody sheet or lack of blood on a sheet is no indication of whether or not a woman is virgin. This is complete horseshit. Do not tell although, me that this is a just god. Although, again, if I'm a dad worth any fucking weight, I'm just gonna have. Uh, I mean, Israel, they're constantly spilling blood all over the place. Yeah, I think yeah, I'd, find a, I'd, I'd get a sheet. So this is only if the parents are like, yeah, fucker. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> right, we can't find a fucking cloth covered in blood. The whole camp's covered in blood. I think we could, like, the fact that we can't produce any evidence, you're, you're just a shitty dude. What if, yeah, there probably has to be, like, cum on it, too, though. Imagine. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> probably some uh, skin marks or some shit. Like but anyway, uh, so then that's, that's that done. Um, moving on, uh, the rules for adultery. Uh, we don't need to spend too much time on it. It's pretty simple. If a man is found lying with a woman who's married to a husband, then both of them shall die. Um, it, there's a specific distinction. So if you're married and you fuck a woman who's married, 
then you both have to die. I don't even I don't even know if the man being married is aspect of it. It's just if the woman's married and they're cheating, kill them both. That's correct. Cuckolding someone is illegal. Right. Uh, raping young... is not really that illegal. Cuckolding someone is. We'll, we'll get to rape. This is sure, consensual sure. sex. I know. I'm just saying. Rules. Let's go. So if two consenting adults fuck and one of the ch- and the chick is married, both put to death. Well, the, if the consent is never broached, really. What do you mean? Consent isn't really a thing in the Bible. Well, I think it's um, it's it's found lying with a woman because we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about rape. There's I know the, it, it it does distinct between forced and non-forced. I think that's kind of it. Doesn't even really though is what I'm getting at. Is we'll, that, we'll hash out my 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 interpretation is that it's consensual adultery. Okay, I disagree. Okay, well, Can, we'll, we'll let's get into it later once we finish it. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, if a young woman is a virgin and betrothed to a husband, and a man finds her in the city and lies with her, then they have to be both brought outside the city and stoned to death. Correct. Um, uh, if a man finds a betrothed woman in the countryside and the woman forces her and lies with her, then only the man who lay with her shall die. See, that's where I'm saying it's it's forces her. Yeah, so, so but the implication, know. the only way that they have of determining if she's raped is whether or not she screamed. So, <laughs> yeah. That's it, though. Oh, is that the designation? Because I didn't understand country or city. So they're saying yeah. that if you had sex in the city and no one heard your screams because they're just packed in like sardines, then they must assume that you were basically a, a willing party. Correct. But it if you're in the right woods here. and no one can, well, no one could hear you scream in the first place. You shall t- uh, take both of you, take both of them to the gate of the town. So this is if it, if a woman sleeps with a man in the city, she's betrothed, sleeps with a man in a city. The young wo- uh, you must kill them both at the gate of the town. The young woman, because she was in a town and did not scream for help. Ah, yeah. So I don't think that it has anything to do with consent. They is, they don't really. They're not drawing a big difference between um, rape and and consensual sex. Uh, it, I guess it, it's just she didn't scream out is the only real designator. Correct. Huh. I did not. I did not think about that. But I think you're right. Yeah. They just they were like, yeah, yeah. Well, we found you fucking, but you didn't scream, so now you have to die. I'm like, all right. But if you're found out in the woods, then it doesn't really matter because you know, scream or not scream, it ain't gonna matter. You're the word used for sex in both of the verses is the same. Hmm. Interesting. Like, there was uh, no rape word, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, so, well, it does say forces her, so that's kind of where I designated, like, if you're found lying with a, a woman and a man are found lying together, um, but if uh, he catches her in the woods and then just rapes her, then, uh, then you put the man to death, but uh, the... Um, the woman gets to go free, which is fair. Me, me thinks that if you were to go back in time and could speak Hebrew and they had the words for it and you were to say to someone, hey, you just had sex with this woman. Was it consensual? The man would probably say, of course it was. I didn't do it on accident. Like that would probably be his response. <laughs> I didn't like, trip. I don't think they, they have a concept of consent, I would, hmm. I would argue. I would think consent would be pretty obvious. I mean, one in one instance, they're trying to scratch and bite you, and then the other one, you're raping them. Well, yeah, that's why we treat them so well <laughs> in verse 28 um, here, right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, because she cried out and no one was there to save her, if you rape her in the woods, it's on the man alone. Um, 
And then we get into the funner bit. If a man finds a young woman who is a virgin, I don't know why it keeps making that designation, but who is not betrothed, and he seizes her and lies with her, and they are found out, then the man who lay with her shall give the young woman's father 50 shekels of silver, and she shall be his wife, and he shall not be permitted to divorce her all his days. And also, you can't fuck your dad's wife. So, yeah. Congratulations, you've been raped. You're going to spend the rest of your life with your rapist. Yeah, like imagine you're 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 in the you're in the police station. You got the blanket around you, and you're giving your story. Be like, and then he took me, and you're like, don't worry, you're going to be married to him forever. <laughs> He's going to get his. You know, it's interesting to balance this against the earlier verse and to say, okay, if you accuse your wife of not being a virgin or found to be a liar, you have to marry her forever and pay a hundred shekels. If you just rape some random virgin, you have to marry her forever and only pay 50 shekels. 50 shekels, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. So it's, uh, what, uh, there was that phrase, a, fi- uh, a fine is just a fee to rich people, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. if you're a rich man and you want to catch some wives, you just you just rape them, do whatever you want, you pay the 50 bucks, good to go. Hell yeah. But, uh, so, good, clean, fun. Uh, did we have anything else on this one? Uh, and then also, yeah, don't uh, don't bang your dad's wife. Yeah, don't do that. Because it'll embarrass your dad. But, uh, yeah. Um, Fun whew, stuff. I think that's it for 22. What a... F- God. And I think we can crank through 23. Yeah, let's do it. We got time? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, it's short. Uh, my Bible titles those who are excluded from the congregation. So basically people that can't be real Jews. Yeah. Is that what it means, congregation? I thought, I, I to thought me. Like, allowed in the tabernacle or something. There might be something. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, he who is emasculated by crushing or mutilation shall not enter the assembly of the Lord. See, that's why I thought it meant like the tabernacle or like worship or something. I didn't know if it meant like the city. But um, if you're a eunuch, get fucked. Yeah. So it means the congregation, which means, yeah, you're not going to take part in any of their church shit, which is their whole life. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're not really a Jew, I would say, pretty much. I mean, if you're. I mean, I think if you're emasculated and you you can't be circumcised, if you're emasculated. You can't be circumcised. Yeah, so you're out. Got him. You lack the bits. So that that Uh, just means you're over circumcised, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I have a super concordance with God. I I lost the whole dick. And they're like, that is the most. Holy man in the village. My rabbi liked the sauce a little too much. If I had to choose between a. If I had to choose a rabbi, I'd choose the guy who can't rape my kids. That's just me. If yeah, I had to be. Well, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Uh, uh, 23-2? Yeah, if you're born of a foreign or forbidden marriage, so basically if you're a bastard, um, right. you're, you nor your descendants can enter the assembly unto the 10th generation. So even yeah. after, get this, do you know how long that is roughly? About 860 uh, years. <laughs> Fun. So for nearly a millennia, all of your descendants are not allowed to go to church. Because you were a bastard. Uh, mine also says so. It some uh, the New King James says one of a l- illegitimate birth is who this replies to. Uh, but my concordance says that this uh, the word mamzer Hebrew one of illegitimate birth sure. uh, could mean someone uh, born from prostitution, uh, someone who's a bastard, or someone who is born from incest, which is likely as well because when we get to twenty three three. Well, yeah, they had one word that meant all of it. Bastard, yeah. mixed population, Jewish father, heathen mother, incest. 
anything like that. Yeah. They're all bastards to the juice. <laughs> <laughs> bastards all. Uh, 23-3, no Moabites or Ammonites, who, as we know, Moab is basically the Alabama of the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucked their dad. So. Correct. Lot. Um Also, they did not meet you with bread and water because they fought them. You know, they wouldn't let them pass through, so they're also fucked. Uh, and the Moabites, and this is, again, we, we, we talk about this guy a lot. I think it's a fuck-up, but... And also, the Moab, the Moabites hired Balaam, the son of Beor from Pethor of Mesopotamia, to curse you. Um, and then it, again, I think it's just wrong. 23.5. Nevertheless, the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam, but turned the curse into a blessing for you, because the Lord your God loves you. Are we for, like, again, they're talking about Balak. Balaam was the guy that was all about it. Yeah. Um, so... It's well, yeah. Balam was like the good boy. Yeah. Balaam. So, but they've already started slandering him. You know, they already killed him. They've totally. Yeah. The story is complete fucking travesty. The fact that like he's obviously such a good dude does exactly what God says. His fucking donkey talks. It's such a piece of shit story. Who even fucking wrote it down? Who even cares about Balam anymore? Like, why are we still talking? Well, I mean, about how did again? How did they even know to write his first person narrative? If they fucking killed him later. Yeah, the one time he talked to God directly. Yeah. Balaam the prophet. Did he keep a really detailed diary that they stole? I mean, I guess that's <laughs> when they, possible. When they were cutting through his back, and he was just like, hey guys, I got a story to tell you. <laughs> um, so that's great. Um, uh, do not despise an Edomite, because they're related to you. And do not despise an Egyptian, because uh, they were pretty nice hosts. Yeah, I never really understood the whole... Like, all of a sudden, it's like, also, you shall not abhor an Egyptian because you were an alien in his land. So it's like, hey, guys, they were racist, but just like us, you guys, game recognizes game. Got to yeah. give it to the Egyptians. Yeah, yeah it's, like how, uh, it's like how the clan and the Black Panthers get along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Sorry, I, pr- so, I probably shouldn't put the clan and the Black Panthers on the same uh, ground. I don't think they're really parallels. Uh, it's more like the clan in, like, Tumblr. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, white people should die. You're like, ah, we're the same. May aside. Um, May aside. So, uncleanliness in the camp, right? Uh, this is verse 9, chapter 23, verse 9. Uh, if one of you guys is unclean because you had a wet dream... Go outside mm-hmm. the camp and stay there. <laughs> Wash yourself. Yeah, if you if you if you uh, if you jizz in the night, it's uncool. And what if God comes out and he's just like walking around the camp and he's just like, the fuck is that? What does that so smell? If you have a wet dream, you have to stay outside the camp until sunset after you clean yourself off. So every fourteen-year-old boy is just outside the camp every day. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a weird like uh, lost boys group out there. Like, what are those kids doing over there? They just. It's rough, man. What if God were to see it? Can you imagine what God would think if he saw a 14-year-old boy with a heart on? Mm-mm. It would be awesome. <laughs> for um, God. For God, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's, that's why we don't let cum all over our sheets. Also, designate uh, a spot uh, for burying your shit and make sure you cover it up, right? Yeah. Like, like a roll. kitty cat. Mm-hmm. You got to bury it. I have a question. When you go camping, do you bury your shit? I don't poop. Huh. Okay, so moving on. 2315. <laughs> um, 2315. You shall not give back to his master the slave who has escaped from his master to you. 
So, uh, so like, if a bunch of refugees showed up in your country, you should yeah. take them in? Yeah. Don't okay. return them to the master. Just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Uh, let, let's say you're, like, I don't know, New York, and a bunch of slaves escape from Alabama, and they come to you. You know, the the, the, the godly thing would just be, give them, you know, take care of them. But, uh, you know, Meh. that's one way to look at it. Uh the slave may dwell with you in your midst in the place which he chooses within one of your gates where it seems best to him and you shall not oppress him. Wow. Okay. So yeah, if uh, someone escapes from a horrible condition in their country, comes to yours, settle them, take care of them. Cool. Got yeah. it. Hmm. Writing that down I mean, for later. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. Uh, <laughs> there, shall be no, there shall be no ritual harlot of the daughters of Israel or a perverted one of the sons of Israel. Uh, and what do you have for so, 2318? Um, so basically you cannot bring the earnings of a prostitute into the house of the Lord as like a tithe, uh, okay. which means to me that maybe you can be a prostitute. Cause it says 17 for me says an Israelite man or woman shall not be a shrine prostitute. So basically you can't have prostitute money going to the God coffer. Uh, it doesn't yeah. say you can't be a prostitute in it at any point here. So that's interesting. Well, it's interesting. So uh, 2318, you shall not bring the wages of a harlot or the price of a dog to the house of the Lord your God for any vowed offering. For yeah. both of these are an abomination to the Lord your God. My Bible's concordance says that the term dog, the Hebrew for what it used, refers to a male cult prostitute. Okay. So I don't get it. Is there a bunch of... Dudes just sucking people off for God? Yeah, I am right now. A male <laughs> a male cult. Well, I feel like that was prostitute. probably I could see that being like a Greek thing. And huh. I don't mean just the the <laughs> sodomizing thing, but I mean like right. like at the temples and stuff, didn't they have like prostitutes? Did they? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I'm, I'm reading clearly it. some this, all I have is this book. Clearly much. some Canaanite group did do this, which is why yeah, they I mean, had to make it a rule. They just had some attendance. Yeah, that would give you a, a reach around. I'm guessing for God. Hell but yeah! You can't use that money for. Uh, <laughs> I've heard it's of not, blood money, but you can't use this. To not come money. Uh, so then, twenty three nineteen. Don't give loans of interest to your brothers, but foreigners you can fuck over. Yep, which we already knew that. Um, we about this shit. If you make a vow to the Lord, make sure you pay it. Don't be slow. Pay it fast. Um, uh, if you don't pay it in but, time, that's a sin. But, but you don't if, have to vow. Yeah. yeah. Like, no shit. Thanks. I'm not vowing literally all the time. Um, oh, this is like the rules of vows. Like, okay. Yeah, do what your lips say. Uh, oh, I, and then this is just like the nice little cherry on the very end of uh, chapter 23 before we wrap up for today. If you enter your neighbor's vineyard, you can eat all the grapes you want. Just don't put any of them in a bucket. Yeah, like if you're just like if you're just like walking through your neighbor's yard eating all this food, but like you know, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're walking around Whole Foods and you're just dipping your hands in the almonds, just your bare yeah, hands, yeah, yeah. big pile of almonds. You just grab a handful, you lick your fingers, you stick it back in there. That's you can fine. eat them, just don't put it in your pocket. But if you put it in your pocket and you walk out, that's theft. So yeah. I'm gonna put that uh, this Bible verse on a T-shirt and wear it to Whole Foods. <laughs> eat their food, right? Uh, and also, is... same for grain. But yeah, you get it. Yeah, you got it. There you go. Uh, waste not, want not. Um, that's it. That's, that's twenty. That's, that's the end of 23. twenty-three. Ooh, what a hole! I hole. think we're gonna stop there.
24 is going to be the next episode, and it's going to be a fucking... It's going to be a lot. It is. Man, things suddenly got heavy in Deuteronomy, huh? I like it. I've always wondered what I do with a uh, <laughs> sex slave captive, you know? Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope you like this audience because I know that it's been a little bit of a dry spell for us with these uh, <laughs> Deuteronomy recaps. Yeah. Just, I mean, I'd been uh, reading about Elizabeth Smart. I didn't realize it was in the Bible. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, man. Uh, are we beyond jokes. really talking about this book anymore, like in a, like a book club format? Does any of this make sense? To, like, why is this in here? What, what is this for? I mean, I guess it's I guess it's more obvious now. I, like, honestly, my favorite thing now is reading. Living. My favorite thing now is reading the concordance explanation for why this is okay. And it's funny <laughs> because in twenty two, when they're talking or uh, when they're talking about all the rape, the like raping stuff. Yeah, check this out. This is their explanation for it. It's very, very fucking stupid. Okay. So starting in uh, verse 13, where you talk about, you know, a man raping a wife or raping someone's wife, uh, the regulations that follow might be imperatively needful in the then situation of the Israelites. And yet it is not necessarily, it is not necessary that we should curiously and impertinently inquire into them. Right? So basically, uh, nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so really, stupid. Yeah. They're just like, okay, just know that they needed these rules. We we don't need to know about this. Don't 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 worry. It's kind of funny because I remember like watching like the Seven Hundred Club. I I know we. Nice. I tell you how much I used to watch the Seven Hundred Club. I used to watch it constantly. <laughs> okay. I used to watch it because I would wake up at five a.m. or so just normally uh, before high school. And then I'd, like, eat my cereal, whatever. And whenever I was, like, eating my cereal or having my eggs or whatever for breakfast, I would put on the 700 Club because I just yeah. was, there was – it was either that or Scooby-Doo reruns, you know? And, uh, excuse um, me? And you fucking chose <laughs> the 700 Club, you idiot? <laughs> I've seen all the Scooby-Doo. But – and it would just be, like, uh, like, give us your fucking money, you idiots. But beyond that, it was like, you know, you can just – in these trying times with all the modern problems we can deal with, the Bible has answers that are always good and always relate to every problem you'll ever have. And I'm like, all right, what, what, what's the part about if I rape a girl? Okay, 50 shekels of silver. What does that break down to in today's money? With inflation, I don't you know. That is a lot of silver, but – I would think so. 50 shekels of silver? A shekel? Was a shekel ever a lot? I feel like that's a buck. I don't know. Uh, I'm like just thinking like 50 ruples of silver. I'd be like, mm, mm. All, like, like my daddy always said, rapings for the rich. <laughs> That's a rich man's game. Like, whoa, bro, can you afford that rape you're about to pull on them? Like, I only got 30 on me. Like, that's going to get in trouble. That's not okay. You're going to have to take an interest-free loan out. <laughs> <laughs> man. That's that, I wonder if that's what they're for. If they're like, if they're that would be fucked up. And you're like, hey man, I need to borrow twenty bucks. And you're like, what for? But like, I raped that girl over there. Like, fuck. And you already have jubilee eight wives. Like, Damn you it, to, man. Every goddamn jubilee year, the rapes skyrocket. <laughs> this guy's raping on my dime. Like, this is bullshit. Uh, whoo. Hot fuck. take. Hot take. <laughs> oh man. If, if, you, if you know if you if you're an expert on Jewish usury laws, you're you're just a kid in the candy factory. Uh, uh, I just, you know, as much as I loved that episode, as much as I enjoyed that it was, uh, 
it was actually some new content and some crazy shit at that. It's still <laughs> exhausting. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot to just, go into. Yeah, like uh, it's just it's really infuriating that people sit here and, and are still trying to defend this and act like it's uh, divinely inspired and that every word of this is still important. The angels were whispering into the ears of the men who wrote this. Fucking bananas, dude. Plundering the children. Fun shit. Yeah. Um, I'm becoming a full-on cynic. Thanks, Bible. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Uh, anything else? Ah, this episode's running. Yeah, it is. uh, If, uh, tell you what, fellas and gals, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter, at Irrevelations. If you want to email us, that's going to be irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. And let me tell you this right now. I don't care what the Bible says. If I catch anyone in our audience doing any amount of raping, we're coming after you, right? Oh, yeah. We're We're going to get that 50 shekels. It's going to be out of your flesh. And it's all going to be gray matter, too. Honestly, though, we should form a Patreon. And if you feel you've got to pay off... You know, I'm not going to say sin. rape, but yeah, oh, dear. sin. That's what we're for, you know? Is this step one of us finally making the Revelations cult? <laughs> <laughs> Is this how our, we're going to do it? Our PayPal for rape payments? Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, yeah, send us your money. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, idiots. Thanks, idiots.